Hey there, it's Joyce Longwell with Joy Exposed. It's Wednesday, January 5th, and Happy New Year! Ah! I can't believe I made it. I am, um, hey there, Marisa. Hey, hey, Sister Queen. I can't believe I made it. I am struggling in this language. It's fucking COVID. I am over it. I am over the conversation. I'm over it to the nth degree. And I know I can't be the only one, so... I just had to say that up front because I'm having a hard time getting my mojo going. And, you know, even from last year, I just like fizzled. And I don't, maybe I didn't really fizzle. Maybe I just have to give myself grace. I've said it a hundred times, but now it's like, damn, maybe I really have to give myself grace. I can't just talk about it. I got to really do it because it is wearing me out. So anyway, um, happy new year. It's 2022. We've had some great things, uh, crazy and great things all happen once. Um, one of the greatest things, or a great thing that happened, uh, one of my favorite actresses, and I think um, everybody's probably in, many people are in line with me, is my one of my favorite actor actresses or actors lived to be 99, Betty White. Um, and I say it's a great, I'm, I'm talking her life to live 90, to be 99, because that's not something that happens, you know, often. Um, and so, and she was just, they say, just a comedic genius. Her timing was everything. Um, she even had already shot her 100th birthday photo shoot, an article written about her. So that'll be coming out post, uh, her post-death, right? So, um yeah, so Betty White, Betty White died, um, I think it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, so New Year's Eve. Um, so let me just, I wanted to say that up front. This is uh, Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and we'll start always with three cheers of joy. I'm just kind of rambling from the start, and I'll tell you guys why. Um, so three cheers of joy, three moments of self-celebration that have nothing to do with anybody else, and... I have to hold on to those things. And if you have three cheers of joy, three things that you're celebrating, that you celebrate to remind you that you're alive and that you have a purpose and you're living to be living, then you got to celebrate those things, right? So for me, the first one would be I literally, I haven't stopped drinking, but I haven't had anything to drink since Sunday because I started this crazy exercise with the trainer um so one of the things that I had to give up two things I had to give up two of my favorite things alcohol and wine and diet coke so and I've made it until Wednesday night and I haven't had anything to drink I can have like something one day a week I can have a cheat day where I can have a couple glasses of wine but it's funny because I've been thinking about it and I can't decide what day I want to have them so I haven't had them. Maybe I'll save them for the weekend, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday. I don't know. But um, I didn't want to already have them because I don't want it to be over. <laughs> so I'm celebrating tonight with sparkling water in my Steffi, my favorite cigar Steffi. It's covered in cigar labels. Really cool. She does these awesome um, tumblers. So this is a Steffi. And um, Three Cheers of Joy is always brought to you by Queen's Ransom. Uh, our alcohol-infused products, this is Forbidden Fruit this week that I don't get to drink, but it is here, and I will drink it eventually, so 
My first cheer is that I've made it to Wednesday, three days of exercise, like serious exercise. Today was my toughest day um, because I had more stuff to do, but I've had to um, so exercise Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and rest Sunday. So I've made it to Wednesday, so cheers to that. I'm going to drink twice on that because that means I haven't had any alcohol either. So cheers to that too. I had to start exercising because my stomach is getting freaking out of control. Like out of control. And I know it's just COVID, right? I know it's COVID. I'm not doing as much. I'm not going dancing. All I'm doing is being all loved on and all of that. And just sitting up and drinking and eating and being at home. So it's really cut down on my uh, movement. So I have to do something. I don't not do anything because it's going to make me feel even worse. And we don't want that. All right. So that is my first cheer of joy. My second cheer of joy is that um, over the break, I didn't work. Like, I literally didn't open my computer at all in work at all. So, I, um, that's definitely a cheer of joy for me that I took some time to myself. Not only did I not work, I wasn't running all over the place doing stuff either. Like, I literally sat, I read, watched some TV, I drank, I, like, that was it. Like, I just, even when I wanted to, do some work. I just didn't touch my computer because I knew as soon as I started, I would have a lot of stuff to do. And I needed to take some time to just wrap my mind around the idea that I've gotten so busy. Like I've got, I got a lot of work to do. I had a lot of changes this year. So I just had to give myself some time to kind of exist in that space. So that's my second cheer of joy is that I actually worked during the holiday break. Um, my third joy, let's see. Ooh, my joy is that I decided I'm going to bring guests on um, Joy Exposed um, for the new year. And I have January all booked up. I'm pleased with that. We have a guest coming on tonight. His name is Kevin Brown. He owns um, his own cigar line. And we'll talk about that when he gets here. But I'm really excited about that. So, I committed to bringing people on. I mentioned that last year and then I kind of put in the legwork and start reaching out, you know, trying to schedule guests and I have a whole month of January covered. So I've got some really great guests this month. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm excited about that. So I got to start looking at February so that, so even if I didn't work during the break, I've definitely got my work in this week. <laughs> so it doesn't take long to get caught up, you know, to get caught in the work. Um, so that's it for my three cheers of joy. The first is that I've been exercising and I haven't been drinking. And the second one, <laughs> the second cheer of joy is that I really rested during the break. And my third cheer of joy is that I'm growing the show. I'm bringing on guests. I'm going to um, add that, just that depth to the conversation because I feel like I've kind of talked through my bullshit. Like I've talked through it. And this is my therapy. So now um, I get to go back to my original idea for the show, and that's to bring guests on. So, and it took me some time to get back to that place. 
because I need people to trust me coming on. And then after what happened a couple years ago, I just didn't feel like it was a, I was in a space to offer, right? So now I am. So it's 2022, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to add two. So um, Three Cheers of Joy brought to you by Queen's Ransom, Forbidden Fruit. And let's move on to our Facebook post of the week or social media post of the week, things that are happening in social media. And that's brought to you by STM Specialties. Oh, my gosh. Um, the proprietor of STM Specialties, her stuff is growing. I just saw that she did a bourbon decanter with the matching glasses, and they were inscribed. I guess that's what you call it when you do the glass. Engraved, not engraved. Huh. Maybe it's inscribed, but where you, um, the glass, you put the initials or design in the glasses. So she, I just saw that on her page. This Steffi, of course, and some others. So she's just doing so much amazing stuff. I'm so proud of her business just growing. That's stmspecialties.com. If you want to order, then you know stmspecialties.com. And you can use um, Joy Exposed, I think, as a discount code. Just let me know if that's not it then I'll, we'll find out. Maybe she'll put it in the chat tonight. All right. So I mentioned earlier on to uh, social media posts of the week. Thank you. Thank you, Bernard. Bernard, um, social media posts of the week, COVID-19. So we have a new variant, a new strand, the Omicron. Everybody's calling it Omarion, but it's the Omicron variant. It's following the Greek alphabet, of course. And um, so that's really interesting because it's like as soon as you get to a place of comfort of moving around then all of a sudden you're like I should stop moving around like just last the week before Christmas my mom and I went on a cruise and then today the cruise line announced like canceling like 10 ships cruising through April you know so we went from it was fine until now it's not fine and I and that's just got me a little bit uneasy Um, But it has me aware of people. It has me paying attention to the way that we used to do things. When I'm looking at TV, old stuff, and you see how close people were, and there's no mention of masks, and, you know, all of that stuff definitely has me aware of of those things. And I'm just tired of it. I'm literally, I mean, I can't do anything about it. And I just say I'm tired of it to be like, blah, 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 blah. But shit, I can't do anything about it. it is what it is. It's here. And I just, we have to be careful. So that's really my focus right now is just trying to be careful. And I've been very fortunate because I've gotten some good trips in in the downtime. I got some really good trips, but now I'm, you know, I'm just kind of like, let me just chill, you know, cause we don't know, you know, what the next thing is going to be. So that's the COVID-19 um, spill. And if you've gotten your vaccine, good for you. If you hadn't, and you're staying safe, good for you, whatever, whatever your choice is. I'm not arguing with anybody about their choice because one thing we know for sure, vaccinated or not, you can have at least have it without with or without symptoms. So I, you know, I just don't argue with people about their personal choices. You know, I just, you have to go with it, right? So the only thing we can tell each other and make sure is just to be safe. We've heard so many people have COVID. Now kids are getting it crazy. 
That's the one thing about viruses that we you learn in school is that viruses are so tricky. They mimic your body. They mimic the cells in your body for as long as they need to. And then they'll start mutating. And next thing you know, you're fucked up. I mean, that's a cancer cells do the same thing. HIV does the same thing. Flu does the same thing. It's a virus. Viruses are viruses. So you just have to. It's no surefire way to get past it. Like it's no surefire way you know it's just that it is what it is like i'm allergic to eggs so i can't get the flu vaccine because the flu vaccine is egg-based so that's always a concern for me is the flu what can i do about that right nothing <laughs> i just have to be careful every year not get the flu during flu season so but that's the covid and now um so now my guest is in the lobby so i'm gonna pull in and um We'll do the rest of the discussions with him to see what he thinks about some of these topics and while he's telling us about his booming business. And uh, he's such an amazing man. And you guys know I'm absolutely crazy about men, period. He's such a great man and he's so just wise. And um, it's just an honor to, you know, to talk to him tonight. So I'll bring him on right now. Let's see. Here we go. Hey there. Oh, hey. I'm so jealous. It's Thank like, hey, it's like 35 degrees outside. I can't sit outside and smoke. I'm just so, it's, yeah. It's a little chilly here, too. Yeah. I even thought about sitting out there and turning on the heater. I have an overhead heater, and I was like, it's still going to be too much going on. But anyway, hey, how are you? I'm well, yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell the audience who you are. Let's get this party started. Okay, well, Kevin Brown uh, from Tampa, Florida, owner of Conscious Cigars. Let people see the shirt. I see your shirt. I got my shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've been in business since December of 2019. Um, I have one, right now at the time, I have one cigar, one, one blend, two size cigars. They're Habanos, Nicaragua Binder Filler, the rapper's Ecuadorian. Uh, Habano that comes in a Robusto and a Lancero, yeah. uh, based out of Tampa, Florida. And uh, that's about it. That's about it. Well, let me just, I'm going to, I'm just going to ask questions because you know, I love talking to you. First question is, did you think about mine and tasty cigar? You remember? I, I remember the conversation. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I just talked to tasty about a week ago <laughs> And I told her I'd seen what you guys suggested. I've seen around now, so you may have to re. Are you kidding? Yeah. I had. Cool. I just told her that like two weeks ago, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Get back in the lab. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we'll get back. We'll get back on it. We're creative. So yeah. that we just thought it was kind of funny anyway, because it was so just one of those innuendos, you know, kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, no, it works. It works. Yeah, 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 yeah. it works. It works. So we've got some. Uh, Oh, uh, Varisa wants to know, wait, what? Varisa came up with the name of a cigar line. So, uh, yeah, we came up with the name of a cigar, but I have to tell you later, because we just, just in case it's not copywritten, we might have to get it. Right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't check all that. Y'all have to check that. So we've got um, the, uh, behind the brand, B&L said, what up, what up, what up? Candy Connection said, hey. So those are some uh, shout-outs for you. Varisa, my people. 
my, yeah. my folks out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. How y'all doing? So, um, so this is my question. You said in December of 2019. Was that right at the beginning of the pandemic? How long have we been in the pandemic? It was. It was. It was. It was um, right before the quote-unquote pandemic. I think the pandemic for Florida. I think officially kicked in. I want to say uh, March. I think I was I was okay. in Daytona at Karen Burger spot, Don Kiki Lounge, and I was doing an event there. And they shut the city down. For, like, they shut the state of Florida down or something. Mm-hmm. That like, was like, the motorcycle week. Yeah, so I think it was March. So you got in there right on time, just getting everything started before yeah, people started scrambling. You were right in there. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I tell people the pandemic was the best thing that happened to me um at, at, at this particular time this is when um some stuff was going on with a cigar uh, a big name cigar and, and a lot of the black community didn't want to deal with that particular brand anymore so they were doing research yeah. and finding myself and other brand owners out here black owned brand owners and they seeked us out and that kind of helped me out yeah there was some conversation about hold on a second there was some conversation about something um, negative that uh, the cigar label said, and I don't right. know anything about it. So, but I can imagine in a time where now there's been a gap in such a major distributor of cigars that people are now like, you know what, bump that. Let me find something closer mm-hmm. to home. Let me find something mm-hmm. with some more meaning to it, and then mm-hmm. voila, there you were. Perfect yeah. timing. Yeah, work. I love it. So give us some background. How did you get started with um, with the cigar? I mean, not even, how about before we get to you having your own, talk a little bit about just your love for the, the art, for the smoke. Talk about that a little bit. Oh, man. Um, you know, the most important thing that any one of us will tell you is, is the power to leave. The, you can relax with, excuse me, y'all. Just got off of work. So. No worries. The power to leave is important, man. Um, you can relax with it. I love it to relax. You know, you get to meet at the time when not before I had my own cigar when I would float around. I still float around now. I still smoke at different lounges. But prior to that, you know, you would meet all these well, nice people, man, and everybody can tell you different things about cigars and, and, and all these conversations come over the leaf. So things like that is what draw me to it and, and just the taste of it, man, just just to understand the notes, uh, how, how it makes you feel this particular cigar with what in particular drink you're pairing it with, as we all know, mm-hmm. all that makes your day. It can make a make or break your day. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's how much I'm going to leave. I think it's so funny talking about it. I have an echo somewhere. I don't know where. Um, I think it's so funny talking about it because people don't understand how you kind of happen upon the cigar world. And I like I'm 52 and I think I had my first cigar at like 24. So it's I've been smoking a long time and I started with like just how people start like a black and mild, that kind of thing. And I had never been like a big weed smoker. So that wasn't my thing. But once I found my first cigar, my legitimate cigar, I was home. Like that was like I was home. And that, and people don't understand how it just, the conversation is so good. The energy is so good. It's just a different dynamic than just the club or the bar or something. Absolutely. Different. Absolutely. And once they, once they experience it for themselves, then they, then they know the difference. 
Right. Yeah. And that, and people, I've, I mean, I've, when I started smoking so long ago, even my ex-husband at the time, he wasn't interested and he actually smoked a couple times just cause I was, mm-hmm. um, he a couple times, you know, but he would, he never really got into it until after we got a divorce. Then started, you know, he kind of got into it a little bit more. But for me, it's just like I'm I'm powerful with my cigar. You know, I'm I can whatever the conversation is, it's not a male, female thing, it's a cigar thing. So that just it's an enjoyment thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It adds to me. Yeah. So you fell in love with cigars and uh just the culture of it, and then you mm-hmm. decided one day, you know what? I'm gonna get my own cigar. What was that? What was yeah. that like? So, so I had a thought in my head before, but as you know, and maybe some people don't know, so my partners and I in Tampa, we we opened the first Black Cigar Lounge in Tampa. We actually just closed our doors, as you know, Saturday was our official close day, last Saturday. So we had a five-year run here. But rewind all that back, when we decided that we was going to do a lounge, that's when I really, you know, took it to the hunt for real to try to figure out how can I get me a cigar created. Right. And, and that's where the, the the drive to go and find it and make it happen comes from. Because I wanted I wanted to do both. I wanted to be able to do both. Right. And, and my partners allowed me to do that. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have a lounge, why, and you can, you could do it, so why not, right? You know, it just gave you a platform to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's just this a neat idea because we don't first of all once we do one thing a lot of times we think that's the only thing we're supposed to do no Mm-mm. not right. for me <laughs> no and not not for me either you know and yeah. not for and then people are upset if that thing doesn't work out when in reality that thing is kind of an opening for other things and you're mm-hmm. supposed to mm-hmm. gives you a foundation for other things to grow from or to mm-hmm. develop to play with um mm-hmm. so that's just i think that maybe just kind of a business mind or their entre- the hustler kind of spirit i don't know yes ma'am yeah no, i agree good. with that i agree with you on that yeah so it's not I mean, you should you should want whatever you're doing to catapult you somewhere else mm-hmm. and then that's somewhere else catapult you somewhere else somewhere you know else. what i mean right. like you should always be that's how i look at it yeah and i, I mean i agree because it's almost it's like you start, I mean, for me, I start writing and then I start writing and I start publishing for other people. I have a publishing mm-hmm. company, you know, mm-hmm. and I now, I mean, I'm still writing. I have the publishing company. I do all kinds of stuff. So it's almost like, what the heck? And people are like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, what do you need? Because. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Kia, Kia Watts said conscious, conscious growth. That's right. That's yeah. exactly what Kia, Kia Watts is, is, is my brand ambassador. Oh, awesome. Yeah, y'all on IG. Yeah, follow her as a Smoky Boss Queen. Okay, awesome. I sure will. I sure will. Thank you. Hey there, Smoky Boss Queen. Yeah, she said conscious growth. And that's exactly what it is because there's so many opportunities out there and so many untapped markets. We feel like we can't do something because it hasn't been done. But the fact that it hasn't been done is the that should be the main reason you do it. <laughs> is the reason to do it. So how how is it being a black American man walking to, into this cigar industry at this at, on that level? Not not just the owner of the shop, but going in and saying, 
I want to develop my own cigar. I want a farm to grow my tobacco. I want hands to roll my cigar. What was that like? So I got it. So the process for me, you know, in the beginning, trying to find the right people. But once I once I hooked up with my folks out of uh, Nicaragua, which is which is a uh, Karen Burger, Don Kiki, and at the mm-hmm. time, her, her at the time uh, vice president, a guy named Ben. Um, once I got with those guys, man, it was. It actually was pretty easy for me. I, not easy, but once you got things set up and you actually do the work and, and follow through with what you said you're going to do, mm-hmm. all that stuff just kind of rolls off and it right. wasn't too hard. That's so it really wasn't hard for me, to be honest. Okay. Do you find in the... I don't know why I have this crazy echo. This is so bananas. I'm sorry. Do you find that it's hard to... When you're working with people, even trying to get your cigars in shops and you're that people are reluctant to do what they say they're going to do. Or are you just in a groovy space where everybody's delivering? Um, that 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 always varies okay. uh, by, by me understanding the game on both sides as a lounge owner and a band on cigar owner. You know, you could be a lounge owner and have every intention on bringing a, a, whatever company in you want to bring in. But. You know, you may have bills to pay or or you may want to bring something else in first as you promise somebody else first or your customers may say, hey, no, I don't really I don't really I'm looking for something else. So there's, there's other little things behind that. So if somebody doesn't bring me in, I don't really trip. Uh, if I'm in that city, I'm going to still go back to that lounge and have a cigar dance and money with them. Um, for the most part, if somebody says, yeah, I'm going to bring you in, they do it for the, for the I say, 97 percent of the time. Okay. But I understand if they didn't, because I understand on the back end, sometimes you may have had all those intentions, but now something else happened over here where, well, let me hold off on this particular brand and catch them next time or type of deal. And then once, because you're moving and you're growing, you realize that maybe this isn't the space that it's supposed to be in right now. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't try to put my cigar in every lounge, by the way. Yeah, um, okay. When I go to different cities, my personal thing I do is I, I hit up different lounges. I never tell nobody who I am at first. You know, I just want to feel your lounge and see if it's if my cigar would fit there. You know, right. I got to see how you treat people, how that particular lounge treat newcomers or just people, period. And, and if I got a bad vibe about your lounge, I'm just going to smoke my cigar, end up leaving and right. go to the next and see what I can find. Okay. That fit I- that I think conscious should fit at. Yeah, and I can dig that because, the con- I mean, just your energy anyway is already very specific to the type mm-hmm. of place that you want to be, you know? So it's almost like, well, I'm not going to take my babies and drop them off where they're not going to be taken care of. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's a good way of saying that. <laughs> like, I never thought about it that gonna... way, but yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, like I ain't going to just drop because it's my thing, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I totally understand that. Now, I think I think I think it's always important for a particular lounges to like customer service and being nice to folks, and you know all that stuff matters because people talk. You know what I mean? And 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 if I got a bad vibe, and then I know other people in the city, and I reach out to them, and they tell me the same thing, and I know what well, I made the right choice. I shouldn't have went there. So mm-hmm. that's how that works. And customer service is, is huge, right? It's customer Absolutely. service is like, it, service is huge. I deal breaker for me. Step in the door is the deal breaker for me. 
but um, when I travel and go places, I think I was in Charleston and I called, sent you a message and said, which of these lounges you have to yes. see I'm going to go through? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, working on, we're working on Charleston. We're working on Charleston. Yeah, my man, my man Calvin out there, so I'm trying to get yeah. up on him soon. Oh, good. I went when I went there. I uh, went to a lounge, and there wasn't anybody in there when I got in there. But because mm-hmm. I am me, you know, I just went and picked. You know, I sat down, <clears throat> went to the humidor, got something, got some wine, and sat down and started. You know, just kind of lit my stick and just sat there and was chilling. Was a game or something on, and the guy who was there wasn't the owner but he just was like you've been here before and i said no he says i can't tell and i said <laughs> well and i'm not you know i'm supposed to feel like i'm walking into this warm space right. each time that's you right. know um, that's right you're supposed to be comfortable yep and that's exactly you know the first thing i do i choose i pop my feet mm-hmm. up on been there and and that's exactly what i did and then people eventually came in and you know just talked to a few people there, um, but it, it it's but it, there. I'm spoiled by by Maduro's because it was my lounge in Tampa. Like I didn't go anywhere else. It, I mean, I went to Ebor City, but just to go to a lounge and smoke, I didn't go. Ebor, I mean, Maduro's is my spot. And I was telling um, Mark last week that Maduro's is the first place I went when I moved to Tampa, and it was the last place I went when I left. You know, so that's that was awesome. my cigar home. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's we that's enjoy we enjoy every second of you, man. Yeah, that thank you. I that's my measure of what it's supposed to be. Like that's my that's how what it's supposed to be like for me. Um, because even smoking for years, I would smoke on my patio. I'd smoke by myself, you know, whatever. But to go in a place and have that crazy energy and just mm-hmm. be like you're like sitting in a a warm in the womb, you just safe. <laughs> it's mm-hmm, comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Just being in there, that was everything to me. Like we took, we take, we at the lounge, man. We took pride in that. Like we take pride into when the ladies leave, we walk you to the car. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if we're super busy, one one other guys in the lounge, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we we, we, took, we take real good pride in that. Yeah, I and I was telling Mark I remember getting all the well, getting all the way to Lakeland and getting ready to go to bed, saying, "Oh my God, I didn't pay my tab." Has to call yeah, up there and say, "Let me give you my credit card." Yeah, I, I, that was me too. I remember doing it. <laughs> I remember doing it. <laughs> but there was no pressure, you know. There was no, there was no stress behind that. Like you, no, we got, we you didn't pay. You, you, know? you in the, you in the system. We know you're coming back. It's all. I mean, it's all good. Yeah. So that was just really cool. So, um, so you guys close the doors of the lounge. You've got your stick. You're growing, kicking tail. Love seeing you move around at all these different places. And I just love just to see you grow, you know, and that's very important. It It makes me feel really proud, you know. I appreciate it. You sound like a old mom or something, but I I do. (laughs) I feel very proud. Like, oh my God, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I plan on I plan on doing a little more this year, man. Now that we don't have a lounge, I can move a little more now. So, yeah, I uh, plan on trying to expand a little bit more. I'm sure, I'm sure you will. So what? So what do you think? You're working on additional. You want a, a, another blend? What do you mm-hmm. think other growth wise out? Like you grew with the 
if you like you grew with from the lounge with the lounge you grew with the new sticks like what other things are you looking at are, can you talk about anything or they kind of sure no no sure uh actually i just i was just in nicaragua two weeks ago uh two or three weeks ago uh working on two more new blends and a new size for the conscious cigar mm. um so my my goal now, man, is to really hone in on conscious, not and give it. I mean, I've always gave it 100 percent, but now I don't have to, you know, work on the weekends at the lounge or whatever. I can really focus in and try to uh, tune some things up that I need done with, with the brand itself right. and just focus on the brand and just try to get it, get it, get it in more, more places, okay. more cities. And so in 10 years, what do you think of conscious? Um... 10 years, man, I, I would like to have in 10 years. So, so a few things I do have on my mind that, that I probably want to accomplish this year, but after this year, I'm going to kind of zone in on, I would like to have some kind of, um, some kind of, some kind of mobile thing where I travel in my, in my own mobile conscious mm-hmm. lounge. Like a food truck, but I travel like a conscious, in it, right? conscious mobile. Yeah. So, <laughs> conscious mobile. <laughs> Maybe something like that. Uh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind getting a boat, doing mm. some out in the water, uh, little things like that. And like, like I said, just really honing in and making the conscious brand as as, as best as I as I can. And, and with the people I got helping me, right? We all can just focus in on it, and, and we're trying to we're trying to start that hit the ground hard this year with that. Okay. To tighten things up and, and make it full throttle. Maybe nice. That's nice. What about so let me ask you this. So I know that Tampa, Ybor City, was considered like the cigar capital of the world for a while, for years. And it may not sure. Are you having big cigar? They're not really manufacturing just like they used to. Like the big factories aren't really producing there anymore, are they? In Tampa, no. Uh, yeah. I, I think a lot of a lot of the big name uh, factories are gone. There's still okay. some heavyweight. We still got some heavyweights here. And there's a lot of small, like, uh, lounges or independent mm-hmm. rollers who, who they roll their own tobacco type of thing, right? which which helps that name. work. Okay, continue. So do you feel like being new in the game in that area, do you feel, are there, like, kind of cigar clicks that you haven't been allowed to step into? Or do you, like, any resistance being new to the game in that area? Or, or you have, no, is that uh, a concern? No, it's not a concern. I, I I don't I don't I don't move that way. So okay, um, I, I focus I focus in on who's focusing on me, right? Hey, and and I also just I go anywhere. You know, if like I said, I go to any lounge and visit any lounge. If I if I get a bad feeling or whatever, then I just probably won't go back. And I don't care what lounge it is. You know, okay. um, if it's if it's a good vibe there and I'm I'm comfortable there. I'm gonna go there and smoke at some point, you know. Okay. But I don't have I haven't had any issues with with that type of a thing. Okay. And then, I like just, I said, I I'm small. And Tampa, Tampa, you know, Tampa is is we're we're small, we're, we're big, but we're small. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's I got a lot of friends that smoke around here, so I feel at home most places I go. Okay. I can dig it. I just didn't know if there was, you know, like there's a organization that manage but I guess that's kind of old school yeah. kind of like do it yourself you know you know that independent kind of thing so you don't really have to 
deal with other people. Like you don't have to be a part of the Better Business Bureau. No. You know, you know those. I think that's just. I mean, there, there is there is different type of things here, but I don't really kick it that way. I I go where I want to go. I do yeah. what I want to do. Nobody can't tell me, you know what. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna yeah. do what I do. So. I feel you. Well, let me ask you this. This is a little bit off the cigar topic. Um, I'm going to ask you, what are your thoughts on this um, on this COVID? I always say my cigars are my cure for COVID since I've been safe this whole time. What are your thoughts on COVID? Um, I have no real <laughs> thoughts on it. Um, I, I, people, I think people are free to do what they whatever they decide they want to do. You know, okay. I, I don't. You can't. I don't feel like I can tell anybody to do anything. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever you decide is best for you and your family. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going to back you on it. That's fine with me. I said that earlier. Like I'm not pushing either way. You just have to be safe. You got to do your yeah. own thing and be safe with it. You know, it's just at this point. I agree. You know, yeah. At this point, make yeah, I mean, you can't, you, you can't, I mean, you can't even, you can't do it. You know what I mean? You can't make anybody do anything. You know right. what I mean? Anyway, so That's why right. am I trying? <laughs> you yeah. know, let people be people. Yeah, I you think. You just say today, safe, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think today that there's a conversation about a child who had been diagnosed with the flu and with COVID, and they were mm-hmm. calling it flu Rona. And I thought, like, I saw that. Flu-rona. I saw that word today on social media or somewhere. I saw that. I saw that today. Flu-rona. I did see that somewhere. Yeah. The flu and Corona. So they, that's what they're calling it when they have both of them. And you have. And I was just thinking like how taxing that has to be on the respiratory system to have any yeah. to be a child. So, you know, those kind of things I have so much concern about. Um, but I feel, like, I feel like. Since we've been in COVID almost two years, there's so much crazy shit that's happened that it's almost like we needed this to happen so everybody could be still and pay attention to the bullshit that's happening around, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the, um, you know, kind of like the racial injustice, the police brutality, you know, like we needed something to make the world stop. So mm-hmm. that, you know, it's, I trip. I say it's kind of like your parents shaking you to tell you to get your get your attention. Yeah, I got. Yes. You. <laughs> so, um, so I can't, I can't like knock it. We needed, a, we needed that kind of hate to say like a cleansing space. We needed this awareness to happen so that we could continue to move forward. And listening to you talk, it seems like you were already conscious. You were already aware enough that when it hit, you were already moving, you know, so you could already see. Yeah. I was. I feel yeah. like, so when I when I first heard of COVID at the time, I didn't even have the name COVID. I can remember like in November of 2019, October or November, mm-hmm. I was reading and listening to something and it was talking about this, this guy was out saying that there's this new strand or something out. And I forgot the guy's name, but I think he, I think he ended up being dead like a month later, like just for spreading the word about COVID. And I was just like, I heard it and I was like, okay, never thought nothing of it. And then like 
two, three months later, that's when you started really hear, hearing the word COVID-19. And I was like, ah, okay. All I know is the streets was closed. We had to shut everything down. I still had to work. And I loved it because I, I was making money. I wasn't spending no money because everything was closed. And people wasn't on the highway so I can get to work quick. And, you know, I was, I was happy. Right. I was happy with that. <laughs> you were like, yes, this is for me. <laughs> Man, if they shut it down again, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I totally understand that. Yeah, I, I think that I have um, a lot has happened for me in that time as well. And but I feel I feel like there's so many people in the country or probably in the world, but I'll speak for the, in the United States that are so lost on purpose, on, mm-hmm. on purpose, you know, like lost on their purpose, on what, how they get, I call it living in the muck, how they're just living in this area that nothing's happening and they're fighting in this area. And it's so much to do out here and COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't know for some, it, will keep them there and for others it will propel them to new places you know so i I tell people all the time man take advantage of whatever you can so when the world slows down that should give you time to focus in on something whatever whatever you're into you know what i mean so just take advantage of it man when it's idle you you pick up somewhere else but but people a lot of times we've met people that don't think that don't see that they won't take advantage of you know what i'm saying that are content yeah. with being yeah. in, in yeah. a space yeah and um, but you know you only you only can you only can reach those who, who listen who, who wants to who wants to listen to it mm-hmm. so those that do that they have to just stay where they at and and the rest of us we, we keep learning and we keep growing you know yeah that's what you got to do that's and hopefully not- they can see that and and we'll try to emulate that as well so they can start to grow Right. I always say that, like, for me, I say that with my business, I try to lead people to freedom, you know, like, because that's important to me is like, I'm free. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I move the way I want to move. I'm free. And I, mm-hmm. I just feel like, um, oh, hold on a second. V said okay. something's not muted. It never is. I don't know what he's talking about. To MV, I say what's happening. He's Thank he, he's looking out. So I'm gonna tell him to get the help. But um, so I I say that I'm leading people to freedom. The problem is, a lot of times people don't know that they're necessarily enslaved. They don't know that they're not free. It's. Mm-hmm. I I can't even. I don't even know what it is. It's true. And so what do you, you just leave them there? You know, I don't know. I, I've struggled with that all the time. Like it's, it's best to always, you know? I, I love, I love one of my sayings is lead by example. Mm-hmm. So you keep doing what's right. And, and hopefully those who that you're talking about that's left, hopefully they can see that. And then that can help them uh, jumpstart them or inspire them to try to do whatever they're into or would right. like to get into. Right. Just lead, just do by lead by example. You just you just keep doing what you're doing, laying the blueprint, and hopefully they they'll pick up at some point. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I hope that. I don't know why my camera. Well, I got this echo. I hope that um. That is the case because I find myself. I find myself struggling when people are not moving. And sometimes when I'm in a zone, I, I can't see it. I'm just doing, being the good example, you know. But then when I see so many people that are lost and struggling, I feel like I'm supposed to do something else. And I know that that's not, I, you know, I know what, I know that's not for me to do, you know. All you can do is do what you're supposed to do, man. Don't beat yourself up. Don't, don't make it your problem. Just lead by example. I say that, you know, like, mm-hmm. if they don't want to go, they don't want to do it. Then don't worry about it. But I think my heart gets caught up in the fact that especially being in education and seeing so many children and families that are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Going through it. Yes. And just knowing how that's going to affect generations. You know, so I, I think that makes me kind of soft. Not not mm-hmm. that I'm not soft. It makes me more aware of how many people are being lost or how many people that won't find their way, you know, because of... It's, it's so. a lot. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's it's reality, so, you know. Yeah. Then you can do it, really. Just fo- focus, focus on the ones who you can help. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Focus on, focus, get that energy to them. And I'm, I'm doing that. I'm trying to do that now. You know, like we have a foundation to help young men, you know, so we're That's doing nice. that. Yeah. That's so we're, nice. You know, we're doing that. But it's like, damn, what the heck? That's nice. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. My uh, Growing Men, that's the name of it, um, just to help young men get through resources to get through high school and if they go to college or whatever they do after college for a couple years, mental and emotional health support and guidance, you know, so, and, um, you know, it's growing and the intention is to propel black American men to a new space. Like I want to impact as as I can. Like I want to, a million of them, I want to move a million of them to a space that they know they're great and they have this amazing presence and they're so powerful. That is like, that is my goal. So, that's nice. Yeah, that is a focus. That's so, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, well, you know, I'm trying, but I gotta get out nice. of my stoop. I gotta get out of my stupor first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting, it's coming back. So what? Okay. So let me ask. What business um, advice would you give someone? Like, you know, somebody was like, yeah, you know, I want to do something. But, like, not just cigar-wise, but business-wise, what would you say? Um, I, I always tell people specifically about cigars, but I think this applies universal. Um, you know, put in the work, like, do the research, understand whatever product or whatever you got going on, understand your product, put in the work, um, do the do do what's necessary. Like don't don't try to take shortcuts. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, people people call. I had people hit me up all the time on social media. They say, hey, I want I got more, I want I got a cigar. I want to do a cigar. And and I tell them there's no shortcuts. Like 
You have to do the work. Put yourself in the positions. Once you understand what you want to do, learn it, everything you need to learn about it. And then you have to put yourself in, in the predicaments and positions where where those players are at. So when people call me about a cigar and say, what, what can I do? Well, hit some of these big events up. It might cost you three, four, five thousand dollars to go to whatever event across the water. But if you want to be in the spaces where these people are at that can help you move forward, then what you got to do, and you got to be serious about what you're talking about. You got to actually do what you say. So that's my advice. Just do what you say, put in the work, don't take no shortcuts, and do all the research you can. And be true to yourself. Okay. I, I think that's important. What you find out when you have a business is that people want you to tell them what to do. And you're like, I've been working on this for 10 years. Like, yeah. what? And I mean, and they literally want you to hand it to them because they want that shortcut yeah no you got you got to put in the work man you have to you have to go out there and do it for you because things things may fall work out in your way definitely not going to be the same way work out in my way right you know what i mean so you have to just do your own live it yourself experience it yourself absolutely and plus you want plus you want to experience it yourself and do it your way because you have a, a deeper appreciation for it in your own way yes I, I totally agree. And that's like we have um one of our big events for our foundation is a 5K that we started last year. And then today on social media, somebody has literally gone and pulled verbiage from our website for their first 5K. Really? I mean, it's literally they've taken the verbiage right from our first flyer and our website on their first 5K. And they're not. They're right in the city of Tampapin. And I'm like, I think it's two uh, weeks before ours. And I was just, I, and I was like, if I wasn't so tired, I'd probably be annoyed. But then what I realized is that, okay, they can go in and pull the verbiage from our website and from, um, you know, our flyer, which, you know, they could go do that. But the execution, they have no idea on the execution of it and so that's going to be the they're still going to have to go figure that out you know and they're still going to have to try to figure out without taking from our site that syntax that verbiage they're going to have to continue that in whatever their mission is because mm -hmm. they're not going to match you know ours or, what, you know, that kind what, of what you're going to do correct mm -hmm. correct correct you know, so, and you know it's just like you know that and i was just like I can't even worry. Did, about did you did you reach out to him and tell him? Uh, I know you plagiarized my. Well, my not so, because I mean my stuff is I mean, copywritten. So you know I haven't yet. I'm I'm going to, but I just had to be in a clear mind space. Just seeing it just threw me for a loop because I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, like those are and my. I, and I understand, I understand in business sometimes you you copy like certain words from contracts. You copy and paste if you got you know you're trying to do something or some kind of plan. But knowing they got a five k a week before yours, I, I don't know, man. I'd be I'd be a little pissed off about that. Yeah, I, and I feel like <laughs> I'd be reaching I out. I probably would be. I was tired. But the thing is, here's the other thing: is that what people fail to think about is that I'm a writer. You know, so that's what I do. So you like it because it sounds good, but that's what I do. So you can't just have it. 
you know, so it's going to be a problem with, you know, with you having it. So we're going to, you know, I, I'm going to follow up with um, the person, the contact person on there, you know, but I just said if I, but I don't have the time and energy to spend in that space because I've got so many other things happening, you know, so it's almost like, is this really, and how much energy, all, the only energy I need to put in there is that I see you. They need to know it's that almost, I see you. So they it's almost like you, you made it to the big times when they start copying you, you know what I mean? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll sure. Thank you. I'll you made it. <laughs> so yeah, so we're um, coming up on ten o'clock. Is it anything else you'd like to talk about, or you'd like to add? Um, I want to say a couple of thank yous, man. Uh, everybody that that joined your podcast tonight, thank you for having me. Um, I would like to thank my team, man. Uh, I see a couple of them was in here. So Kia Watts was in here, my brand ambassador. God is Kara. Kara is 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 one of my newest uh, moderators in my in my Facebook group, which is called Conscious yeah. Cigar Facebook Group. So I would like to thank them. Yes, she was she wasn't feeling good. Is what she told me. Yeah, she said that. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. So her and um, Cat. Uh, Cat is the admin of the group, Cat and Michelle. And then another new moderator is a guy named uh, Gerald from Mississippi. So I just want to tell all of them thank you because they're helping me grow. You know, man. Yes. Appreciate it. They showing up. I love it. And I see Leo on here. He, I see something about the Bucks, he said. But, you he know. said that's the only click you're in, the Bucks. <laughs> and uh, Cheryl so, Walker is here. She said, uh, oh, Cheryl. Yeah. I ain't see Cheryl. Okay. Hey, Cheryl. Cheryl's on here, too. Yeah. Your okay. team, they showed okay. up. Yeah. Them are my, my peoples, man. All them my folks, man. Can't wait yeah. to see them. And then, let's see. Uh, Sheila Phelps Bell, my homegirl, said the sexiest thing ever is watching a man smoke a nice cigar. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're talking about the cigars. Yeah. Go, Sheila. And uh, Andrea. You, you said Sheila E? Hmm? You said Sheila E? <laughs> Sheila Phelps. Oh, Phelps. Oh. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and also follow us. Jump on it. Follow us on, on social media, man. Uh, Instagram and Facebook as Conscious Cigars. That's Conscious with a K. Yep. K -O -N. Oh, she did? Okay, great. Yeah, great, sure great. Did. And that's it for me. And thank you again, man. I, I love talking to you. Tell V I said hey. He is listening, so I'm sure he uh he's listening, so he'll I'm sure he can um hear you. He'll say something. Okay. Make some I'm up there. I'm, I'm gonna find y'all when I'm up, I'm in your city now. Come through. When it ain't cold. You know? When it ain't cold. It's too cold oh right now. Oh my man. gosh. It's so cold. Let me tell you something before we go. So one of the things I always do is I'm so grateful about um I'm so grateful for what the universe offers me. Like and I have to trust implicitly what's happening around me because mm -hmm. when good stuff is happening, I'm like, yeah, you know, then something mm -hmm. crazy happens and I start questioning it, questioning. Right. So, um, I was like, I just didn't want it to be cold when I got back from my trip with my mom. So I just kind of said, you know, a prayer to the universe, you know, just kind of tempered the temperature for me. Let me get home. You know, so the whole vacation, the weather was nice. Mm -hmm. I also said, 
Oh, you was on vacation with Marissa then. Yeah. Correct. Yes, 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 yes. I also said that I would start exercising on Monday. Like, you know, so I was like, Monday of the new year, I'm going to start exercising, you know, because I've been up here being loved on and being, being, I say I've been loving and being submissive, so I'm gaining all kinds of weight. So... (laughs) I know, I know. It's, it's so good, you know. It's I just, you know. Anyway, so I my said, man I'm V. What'd you say? I said my man V. Yes. So I said I was gonna start working out. Well, lo and behold, if Monday it wasn't freaking thirty-one degrees. <laughs> so, because I have to trust implicitly. I still had to go work out Monday morning. Like I still had to oh. do what I said I was going to do because the universe gives me so much. You know, the universe is so generous right. to me. That That's right. If I ask, it delivers. So if I ask, I figure she don't want to put up with my excuses. <laughs> That's right. So That's willpower too, though. That's, that's a good thing to have, that willpower. Make yourself do it. Like yeah. that's, and I did. That's it was very important. Cold. Every day it was 31 degrees, 29 and then today it was 40. And I went every morning I was done by 8 o'clock. I was done. Like seven. I probably would just ran in place in my garage or something. <laughs> and went outside. <laughs> no, my trainer told me that I have to go outside. I've got to go. So I, and that's another thing, you know, that, you know, just talking about growing your business and being and doing is that implicit trust that you can't trust every now and then. If it's, you got it. Whatever the hiccups are, you got to trust those too. You just that's right. That's right. That's, that's part. That's part of the universe as well. Yep. And always the ups. You know what yep. I mean? The universe speaks in circles. Like you yep. know, what I mean, you got to do everything. Everything yep. comes with it. I agree. Yeah. So I've been working. That's something I've been. That'll probably be. be so I'm not second guessing myself. And this uh, this time this year, I'll probably work on just trust all the movement. You know, not you. You know, just how, believing. How did that work out for you? That that last year is trusting yourself. Well, you know, it was um. What I figured out is that I can't trust anybody else if I don't trust myself to make solid mm-hmm. decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I kind of started doing that, being single. You know, like, well, damn, you making fucked up decisions. How you expect somebody else to be right and you doing wrong? You know, so, <laughs> right on. So right I had to kind of start revamping the way I looked at people in situations. And now I'm, if something happens, if whatever decision I make, I just go with it. You know, I, I made the decision, go with it. And that leads me to trusting implicitly now, because if I'm trusting myself to make decisions, I have to trust the universe to provide what I need along mm-hmm. the way. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's I like that. I like it. Yeah, it's, like it's it. level like to it. it. Yeah, like so even it. even like with it. me talking about being down and not producing like I feel like I should, I have to trust this downtime. Mm-hmm. Just made the best of it. Yep, I got made the best it. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, this it. is Joycelyn Wells, and we've had Kevin Brown tonight. He's a proprietor of Conscious Cigars. Got my T-shirt on. Had the rocket tonight. Yeah, appreciate it. I love branding out there. And uh, thank you, Kevin. We enjoyed you so much. I um, thank you. I always 
enjoyed talking to you. And I wrote a great blog post about Kevin when he first started Conscious. I'm going to, I'll drop mm -hmm. that on Facebook. Can I put that in your group? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Group? yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'll put it in there in the Conscious group to, um, <coughs> and have a read of that and just to kind of do a flashback of his thoughts and his conversations about it. Um, thank you to Queen's Ransom for uh, sponsoring STM Specialties and Kevin with Conscious Cigars for joining us. It's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed. And remember, when Joy is exposed, everything just feels better. I'll see you guys next week. Mwah. Bye. Look at you all. Gotta stop. Stop it. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>